podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cop and Fracas, brought to you by Touchdown Fracas. I'm your host, Julian, and tonight, and to, or today, whenever you're listening to, <laughs> we're listening to this podcast. I'm joined by Naomi and Ish. I'm going to start with you, Naomi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, yeah I'm feeling terrible, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> Not because of Liverpool, of course, because, you know, we got the win over the weekend. But, yeah, you know, the weather is getting to me. Yeah. And Ish, how are you, sir? What's good, bro? What's good? Yeah, man. Man, man is getting me as well, man. Man is getting me as well. But otherwise, all good. All good. That's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. And before we get into all things Liverpool, uh, we just got to do a bit of housekeeping. So... Today, of course, we've got a podcast going on and, we were, and we're going to all discuss all things Liverpool. And we also discuss all things Liverpool on our Twitter account, which is at Fracas. And also we post all things Liverpool as well. We had a nice little pick from Fahi and posting up the, the, the Virgil van Dijk header, which looked imperious on our Instagram. So follow us on our Instagram as well, at Fracas. And uh, for you loyal patrons as well, man, who are privy to our exclusive Patreon and content, you guys know what's going on, man. We give weekend previews, we give post-match reviews, and we do some emergency pods as well. Um, depending on what the news is, it could be good, it could be bad. Sometimes good, sometimes shit. Um, it could be <laughs> Klopp leaving or us finding out that Bellingham is going to Real Madrid or FSG, Zoom, whatever. <laughs> emergency pods always pop up whenever because Liverpool's always uh, an eventful club, so... If you want to join in on that, you can join us on our Patreon, which is www.patreon.com forward slash Fracas. Anyway, guys, now the housekeeping is done, we can move on to our game that we won 3-1 at home against Burnley on the weekend. Um, now, this 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 game, to be fair, was going into it. I don't know how you guys felt, but... Um, the amount of uh, flu and injuries that we had was very, very concerning. Before we get into the lineup, I'm, I'm just going to go through them. Um, so that was Mohamed Salah, of course, that we know is um, has his hamstring strain. Um, Dominic Shaposla as well picked up the same injury, weirdly, um, and they're going to be out for a few games. Um, Alisson and Joe Gomez picked up a flu, which is uh, wild. Um, Bajitic, of course, with his calf injury. Thiago um, gave us 10 minutes at the Emirates last <laughs> week. And I believe that will be the last 10 minutes you'll be giving us. Hey, Naomi, speak. I, I need to hear from you right now. Please, please speak on your voice. Because... I have nothing to comment further on this matter. I am done. We might need I to get to my notice. In fact, it's not a notice. It's immediate resignation from the Tiago hype train. <laughs> I am literally done. 10 minutes and his season Wait, is over. You asked, minutes. We, you asked for 10 minutes. Give, two games, give us 10, 10 minutes. minutes. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, we, we gave him the one to watch on our, on, on our season. <clears throat> and my God, we asked for 10 games and all he could give us was 10 minutes away at one of our biggest ops of the season. That's so bad. Do you know what? It makes me want to win the league more just to see him cry when he can't get a medal. <laughs> Listen, Tiago, at this point, you know what? He has to hold it. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, because... We cost out Cater for less, rightly <laughs> so. Tiago, we've had mercy because there is a player there and he's like so good. But now it's got to the point where forget about the player there. He, This guy just needs to retire. Like, that's my opinion. He, it's too much now. Like, he's always getting injured. You can't even play 10 minutes anymore. That's so bad. It is, it is insane. Like, before it used to be the idea that, you know what, Tiago... He's gone to he's played at Barcelona. 
won, won, won all the trophies he can, played at Bayern Munich, won all the trophies he can. He's going to come to Liverpool. Before it used to be, you know what, we don't want like a player of this calibre to just leave with just a, yeah. a FA Cup and a League Cup. But no, mate, I can't lie. Like you're 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 taking the piss. Like you're you're you're, you're taking the piss here. Like it's like the big moments we've needed him. He's not been there when he played the Champions League final. He was half fit. We, we forced yeah. him back. You know, like, got- like half fit. Like that's it's just not okay. Like it's not okay. Like the reason we bought him was for the big moments. Even if he gave us five games and he was for the big games and he turned up, I will take that over anything. He he'd even do that for us. Do you know what I mean? There's always little games like in the middle of the season where he turns up and he's amazing and we love him. It's like we need that consistently now. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? That that January to March 21, 22 purple patch. Oh we'll, we will never forget. We will never forget. But that see, was incredible. Bro, it's time to go now. <laughs> time to go. Respectfully, it's time to go. But when him when him and Fabinho are moving like the demon brothers in, 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 in oh my god, they were sensational. Um, yeah, man, we'll never forget. And that performance at um at Anfield against against United, where he made Pogba oh. just walk off the pitch. That's and when say, I oh. thought, oh my god, like this guy, we can never get rid of him. That performance oh. was like goated, like beyond goated. We can't even get that anymore. No, we're not going to get anything as it looks no. like. It's um, over. It's over. Um, <laughs> okay, man. Um, but yeah, the 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 bad luck doesn't stop there. Um, we of course have Ibrahim Konate um, on his red card still, um, and he's going to miss the Burnley game as well. And of course, um, Connor Bradley. Um, he was out for personal reasons, but um, hold, um, yeah, all respects to him that out of it. his part, his father passed mm-hmm. away. So, of course, um, the team's um, cop said that he should be able to um, spend as much time that he needs away. So, of course, there's things that are bigger than football. So, um, prayers go to him and um, tough, tough yeah. for him to break through the, to the team and have such a big loss in your life, um, happen at that time. Um, so yeah, to him and his family, I hope they're doing well, but um. Moving to Liverpool now and the game, we started, of course, with Alisson having that flu um, with Kelleher in goal. Um, Trent back in the side at right back. Um, Kwanzaa starting for um, for um, Konate with Van Dijk. Um, Andy Robertson back in the side as well. Um, we had a midfield three of Alex, Alexis McAllister, Endo back from the Asian Cup and Curtis Jones. And we had a front three of, of course, Jota, Nunes and Diaz. Um, I'm going to start with you again, Naomi. Um, going into the game, this lineup, any reservations? Yeah, Kelleher. <laughs> well, there's no, yeah, of course, there's nothing we can do about that. But <laughs> No, there's nothing we can do, but that Alison going, getting ill. <laughs> Alison getting ill. I, I was just like, oh, this is going to be a long day. I was just like, because yeah, he's like he's just not in the best form. Like I feel like I've spoken about it like a broken record in the past about his form. It's just not great. And for me, that was always a big red flag because we're always gonna concede chances. Like that's just how we are, like that's just us. So with him, the chances we tend to concede to them is like gold dust because anything just seems to go through his hand yeah. at the moment. But that was the big scary one for me. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, can I say it wasn't an issue because Konza, I, I have he's built so much trust with us this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt quite content with him there. Um, who else was in midfield? Was it Endo? Callister and Jones. Oh, yeah, I was fine with that for me. Yeah. That's my go-to. And Subaslight interchangeable with Jones, not Jones, um, McAllister, being mm-hmm. in six, whatnot. Um, and then up front, up front, I wasn't worried because I knew Jota will always take a chance 
I was more eager to see how Nunes and Diaz do because I felt like this is an opportunity for them to stack pad a little bit considering it's at home to Burnley coming from a loss like from Arsenal. I thought, come on, like take your chances, which they did. They scored. Um, but yeah, I say Kelleher was my big red flag for me. Cool. Um, Ish, I'm going to come over to you. Looking at that lineup, uh, did it change your perception on how you was going to view the result of the game? Nah, not not really. Like we spoke, obviously, me, Naomi, and Manny spoke last week. And you we just saying three points. Mm-hmm. Come rain, come shine, just get me three points. So the lineup for me wasn't really an issue because I did think we would have enough to kind of get past Burnley. But yeah, like Naomi was saying, when I saw obviously you see Kelleher and goal, you think mm, it's not Allison. That's what I'm thinking. It's not Allison. So yeah. it's it, the chances, the one v ones that we inevitably come up against. I'm less confident that he's going to save them. But to his credit. I think he pulled off at least two, one in each half, which definitely kept us in the game. Could easily mm-hmm. have been three, three. So he he done his he done his thing. Obviously for the goal, there's been like a bit of back and forth where we could have done better, which I'm sure we'll get onto. But going into it, he's kind of the one where I'm like mm, a bit shaky. Then obviously front three, they've been in decent form at the moment. Jota's got six in, in his last in his last eight games, and you're kind of looking at Nunes and Diaz to be stat padding in this game, which which they both did. So mm-hmm. we can talk on the performance a bit more, but it's kind of good to see the front three scoring. So before the game, that's kind of what I wanted. Front three score, try and keep a clean sheet, which we didn't, but still kept it to one goal. So yeah, it was kind of what I saw before the game and how I felt is kind of what panned out towards the end, to, to be honest. But the performance can be better still. Yeah. Um, I would like um for me, um, these days when I go into games now, I don't like to I don't like to see the lineups anymore. Um, so I usually just go into the game and of course I had to I have my I have my plug for for my three pm game streams. Um, of course, if BT and Sky are listening, um, don't worry about. It. <laughs> but, um, I, of course, I went to my <laughs> I went to my my three pm um stream um to see the game, and then um the first chance I saw Kelleher and go, and that's when I was like, whoa, kind of hit my heart a bit. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I was like, Wait, that's crazy. That's crazy. Not looking at the lineup before the game. Imagine seeing him walk out like just take yeah. it as a because because if you notice, yeah, before the game starts, I'm not in the group chat. Like, I kind of come mm-hmm. into at like maybe 30, 40 minutes into the game. I just like to be surprised. Um, and yeah, that was a surprise. Um, but the the rest I was privy to because I, I knew there was a flu going around and the injuries that we that were piling up. Um, but that first half, man, I cannot lie. Um, it was not looking good, bruv. Uh, mm-hmm. Ish, I'm going to come to you again. Um we did score in that first half. Uh, it was one-one at the at the end. I'm guessing. Wait, it was one-one, right? Um, yeah, yeah. They scored. They literally scored just before half time. Yeah, li- yeah. Okay, cool. So they scored before us. Not a good start. Not a good. No, start. no. We scored. We scored first. They oh, scored. We... They scored. Yeah, we scored first. They they scored just before half time. Okay, cool. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So Jota scored. Nice. But mm, before mm. that. How was we feeling like about the first half? Because I, I won't lie to you, I wasn't really impressed with what I was seeing. Bro, you would think the whole team had flu the way they were playing. Like <laughs> it just it wasn't really it wasn't really happening. Burnley were getting chances, like like we said, I think we said off camera, but like they had a decent if they had a decent shooter up front, it definitely should have been one goal to them before we scored, even even maybe two. Keller makes a good save at 0-0. One v one, but you think any decent striker we putting that away, even like your your Ollie Watkins, your Brian Bremu, like them guys, you would think they would they would put those those chances away. So I wasn't too impressed to be honest going into it. We had a couple chances here and there, but one thing 
And especially like watching, I don't, I don't like to do too many comparisons, but especially watching City before and Arsenal, obviously Arsenal on Sunday, the way they were controlled both their games respectively was a lot better than what we were doing, especially in the first half an hour. It was very much open. Endo struggled in the first half an hour. He looked like he, he'd been away for a month, even though he's still been playing. But the it wasn't quite right. The patterns weren't quite there. And Burnley were definitely cutting through us a lot, a lot easier than they should have been. So that first half an hour up until he scored... Bro, I, yeah, I couldn't wait for half time. To be honest, I couldn't wait for half time. I was getting to twenty five minutes. I'm already looking at my watch at work, thinking, yeah, let's just let's try and wrap this one up quickly. But we got we did well to get a goal. We did well to get a goal. Obviously, Jota just doing what he does as well. Of course, uh, it was looking like one of those games um, that we've that we've we've got used to, where at Anfield it's not looking the best. Like we're not we we don't look like we're in rhythm. We're not in tandem. Um, and we maybe, as as you said, just looking at the second half because we usually do come alive in the in the second half. Um, but we did come alive, you know. Uh, we was able to score. Um, Jar, Naomi, talk to me. That that first goal. Yeah, it was just typical Jota, isn't it? Like typical Jota finish with a, he scored a header. I'm pretty sure. I think all three goals were headers. Actually, I don't know if that's ever happened yeah, before. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, Jota all rising high to um, I think Trent's corner. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, Trent's corner. Yeah. So yeah, you just sort of knew in that moment it was always going to be him to rise to it. So yeah, it was no surprise. It was just typical Jota doing typical Jota things for me. And another header. That came up yeah, um, was it was for Burnley. That was a sweet header. I can't. I'm lie. not gonna lie, bang, like banging header. That, that was, was so deep. good. What, what were we say? What were we saying on that one? Because we are, you know, saying to you earlier, like, do you think Keller could have done better with it? Obviously, the way he dived looked a bit mad, but yeah. I think I, I think, think it's a good, it was a good header. header. I think, yeah, I think it's a very, I think it's a very good yeah. goal. You yeah. know what? I, I I was when I first watched, that, I was a bit harsh on Keller because I think. Because of the way his body is, it's not a very pause, like a commanding body. Um, like you know how Allison is. T- <laughs> you know how Allison. <laughs> no, I hear, it, I hear it. I hear it. Yeah, Allison is tall. He's he like he looks like he's built. Like especially when there's things like corners coming in, it looks like he's very commanding. That's true. And Kelleher's a bit like, not. I was gonna say sickly, not not sickly, but very slim compared to compared to Allison and. When even when he dives for that header, it just doesn't look convincing. It just doesn't look commanding, and that's probably where it looked like I was like, "Oh man, maybe it's your fault." But hey, man, it was a, it was a good taking header by O'Shea, man. It was a good taking header, um, and that was just literally on the, on 40, the forty fifth minute when that was scored. So we went into the second half, um, one one. I don't know how you guys are feeling, but I was quite confident because you know we're Liverpool, um, but. That start to the second half was spooky. Um, no, I'm going to come to you again. Um, how spooky was it? Because, boy, I was seeing Oda Bear ripping us up. I'll be honest, I didn't see that part, the second half, but I was seeing, <laughs> I was seeing all the group chats, all of you getting getting so annoyed so I knew straight away that we were conceding so many chances and I'm pretty sure that's when Fofana had this mad chance that he should have scored yeah, yeah, um yeah, yeah. yeah and I I saw the high I saw the sort of the video of it and I was just like oh my god it's going to be one of those days again where we probably like end with a draw but um yeah I was seeing all you guys fuming in the group chat that was keeping me entertained throughout seeing how spooky we were yeah issue was definitely in on uh the commentary in the group chat because we were not, we wasn't exactly scared, 
But it was one of those when we're like, rah, like Kwanzaa, I've got to say, um, won't be won't be too harsh anymore on this podcast because but he was he was he was having a tough, tough game um in the second mm, half. Mm. But you know, he he got an early booking as well, which kind of for a young centre back, that's not what you want to get booked in the mm. first half, especially when things aren't really going going too right for you at the back. But he did he did I think he did grow into the game. He definitely got better towards it to like once the game was going on a little bit. But that first so I think we scored in like the fifty second minutes. That first five, ten minutes of the of the of the second half, yeah, not good. Not not good at all. I was even thinking this might be one of those days. It might be one of those days like I'm looking at the table thinking mm, if we draw here, Arsenal do this, City do that. But we the only thing as well that kind of made me nervous going into the second half, obviously Trent came off at half time as well. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. having the greatest game, but Curtis Jones is moving to right back. I know he's done it in the Carabao Cup game this season, but you don't really want to be seeing Curtis in that right back position, especially when Kwanzaa next to him is already struggling. So I was thinking Bernie down that left hand side can cause us some some serious problems in it. And they did had a couple of chances down that side. But the goal, and I know he did Diaz bit hit and miss recently, but that goal came at a very important time. And obviously you've got to big up the the halftime substitute as well. And Harvey Elliott came on, changed the game, definitely changed the game. He's had a few starts recently. And he's not been that great, but see Harvey this season. Him top, off top, the top, bench top, is top, cash top, money. Cash yeah. money. I would love, I would love, I would love for him to have that kind of game when he starts. But him at, at this age, where his development is, especially for a top for a top side like us, should be kind of these minutes that he's getting. I know, I know, it might sound harsh, and you know, we all want to have our star boys on the pitch and having the most minutes that they can. But in this team, I believe his role works. Um, mm. I think he, he can grow into that starting position. But him off the bench, man, when we need a, a change, a change in dynamic, when we need like someone to just provide something different, um, he is brilliant in that role. And yeah, as you mentioned, Ish, um, I forgot to even mention Trent coming off at right, coming off at right back, and Curtis Jones slotting in. That was to be fair. I, I might you, you guys might disagree, but I think um, Curtis Jones done pretty well there. Um, I don't think he was getting he was getting pressed as much as I would have thought they would have like targeted his side. Um, there was that one chance with Fafana, but I think that was more down the middle where mm. we'll, we'll see most of the problems because Kwanzaa was kind of like losing the ball and losing control a bit, um, where, especially in duels, who kind of get the ball and sometimes lose it at times. But on the on the flanks, I think we were doing pretty all right. Um, up until the goal, though, I must say, Diaz... Um, him and Robbo, I don't know what it is, but they no must connection. Be, they must be ops. <laughs> no connection, Ralph. No connection. Do you know what it is as well? Because we went from Robbo and Mane, which is was arguably our best partnership on the pitch. That's even better yeah, than the centre back partnerships. Yeah. I even remember in a Club World Cup final, someone was someone was beefing Mane and Robbo was like, Don't worry, I'll get him. I'll, I will get him for you. Like that connection, that. That, that connection that they had was just was just crazy. I don't know what it is with with Diaz and Robbo, but more time they look like they they never played together before. And you you can maybe say language barrier, but <laughs> what I, I I don't know, man. Diaz was just kind of roaming inside quite a lot. One thing I have noticed about Diaz, and we were talking, I think Mush was talking about it on on the group chat, so big him up. Like Diaz kind of just does his own thing, and he yeah. when he plays well, it's because he's playing well himself. He's not really mashing works with the rest of the team and doing combos. It like, it just looks a bit weird sometimes. Sometimes he's playing, he, he's like. He's not getting one twos. It's like give me the ball, and if he's on form, he can dribble past two man and give it late off to someone else. But there was one time in particular, 
Nunez, who I know was offside quite a few times in the game, but Nunez made the perfect run. Perfect run. Just had to slip him in one one through ball and Nunez was in. Man went inside, was doing a little dancing, came back outside again and went back inside. I'm just like, bro, you need to kind of speed it up a little bit. But what I will say is he got the goal and it was decisive. But you're right, that relationship with Robbo is not, it's not really there yet. And you'd think after it was like two and a half years, they would have a bit more of a connection. But hmm. it's not moving me. I'm going to come to you for this question as well, Naomi. What do you think it is? Because now I think about it, these two players have spent a significant amount of time injured. Um, and when Ooh. when Diaz did come into the team, he, it was like maybe four or five months. And then he had about two, three months into the season after he got injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season, it's been Robertson that's been getting injured. Do you think it's a, a thing of they haven't got enough games together? But... They have been they have been training with each other and with each other for about yeah as as it said two years now. So how much grace would you give that partnership to grow? I that's a very good point about the injuries thing. They've been injured separately quite a bit of time when one has been fine and the other's been injured. Whereas with Mane, Mane was very fit. Like I don't really remember the time when Mane was really injured and yeah, and, and Robertson as well during that time was actually pretty fit. Like, it's only quite recently he started getting a bit more niggles and things like that. So I think that is why. Um, and also as well, Mane and Robert had quite a good off, um, what's it called, off-the-pitch relationship. That was very clear to see, like, in, mm-hmm. like, you see training videos. I don't, maybe that can have an effect as well. You know, like you mentioned before, the language barrier. I just feel like that connection is just not there. Um, and this... I guess it's down to the managers to find that connection. And yeah, like you said, they've not been together in match settings too much because of their injuries. And I think being together in match settings is being together during training and in the match sort of environment. And I think that they're lacking that sort of um, bond in that aspect. But um, yeah, I just feel like they just need more time to play with each other. But um, Ish made a really good point about Diaz. Diaz just do his own thing. And like, that is a really big issue. And like you said, when it works, it works really well. But when it doesn't, it's very frustrating because you're just like, you're like, there's like 10 players and then there's this guy just like, you know, messing about and like messing up chances. It doesn't make sense. So I just think he needs to sort his game out. And I think once he does that, him and Robert will probably build a better connection because he needs to be more cohesion with the team rather than like, you know, doing jinky majinky on the other side by himself, you know? So, yeah. If it comes off, I, I don't mind, but Honestly, these days it's, but not, it's, it's, not, not, even, it's not even as coming much off. As yeah. it was yeah. when he joined us. When he joined us, it was coming off so much. We didn't care. We were just like, oh my God, who's this guy? He's so it's just vibes. It's just vibes. Yeah, just but vibes now it's just, it's just not the same, which is quite sad. Uh, you know what, yeah? I remember when Diaz first joined, yeah, and he was the shiny new toy. And I will say, I, and I remember specifically, it was when we, we got to Wembley for the first time, yeah? And I was like, this Diaz brother, like, because Wembley's a big pitch, and like mm-hmm. when man run on that pitch, like it looks like they're doing a lot. And then every time was at Wembley and Diaz was playing, I was like, this Diaz brother, like, when he runs, like he does stuff, but he does stuff without actually doing anything at all. And yeah. then everyone was like, Oh, you're just hating because it's Jota and, and because Jota's not banging and Diaz is I was like, when Diaz has that run of formula where he's not looking, when all of this stuff is not ending up with goals. We're going to get tired of him as the, as the shiny new toy. And I, I like Diaz because I like his skill set. 
I really like that he's able to, and this is one thing that I that I haven't liked of him as of recently is that he isn't taking on his man enough. Um, I don't think he's as brave as he was when he first came to the club, and I think that's where my main issue is coming in now because that is leading to him not being as productive as we would like him to be at this point in his Liverpool career. I don't know if you guys would agree. I agree. I think that Partey injury had a massive part to play yeah. because he's not been this for me. He's not been the same since then. I'm not sure if it's like a mental block or like I don't I don't know what why that is um has happened because before that he was amazing. I remember when he got injured we were also devastated and since he's come back like he said he it's like he's scared to take on his man. That's my biggest issue with him. It's like he gets that stage and he just he, he like freezes or his mind just goes blank. I have no idea but yeah, I really hope he does get does does go back to that because honestly, when, during that period, he was my favorite player. Like I thought, I found like a player that I'm gonna fall in love with because he, like he was just something new, something that we've never really had as much. Mm. Um, very unpredictable. Defenders didn't know how to defend against him, whereas now he's quite predictable. Defenders kind of know what to do. That's because he makes their job easier because he don't, can't take on his man. That's all down to him. So, yeah, I'm not sure what it is with him. I just feel like. We need to find a way to get him back to that level, but it's a matter of how we're going to do that. He showed great bravery in in that goal, to be fair. Um, and it was nice to see him get on the end of something. I don't think, I think that goal, not to be harsh on him, will kind of paper over the cracks of what I think was quite a poor performance, in my opinion. Um, I don't think he really got into the game apart from that goal. But hey, man. You've got to get how you live. Get goal bonuses how you can. Um, and I mean, good, you point you make about that, about him not playing well and getting a goal. I love Salah to pieces, but... Uh, no, Salah. no, no, don't no, do no, that. Let's not do that, no. No, that's, Salah does that sometimes. Nasty. Salah does that that's sometimes nasty. where he's not having the best game and he pops up and getting goals. So I think we should be a bit more forgiving sometimes. Listen, Diaz, do you know what I mean? If, I know he's not the same as Salah, If Diaz can do that 20 times in the season... No, I hear that. I hear that. But I'm just saying... Money in the bank is different. This season, I don't think Salah has been amazing. Like, I really don't. I But I just think he's been very clutch in the right moment. So I think... You know, but then Salah has more f- grace because he's Salah. Do you know what I mean? And he's been amazing for us, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a meritocracy. So, you know, we've got to be fair. Everyone has to get treated the same. So, I respect to Naomi. Um, and after that, I think we kind of settled into the game. Um, we didn't make any subs up until like the the, the, 90, the 80th or 90th minute, which was crazy. But before we made the subs, um, Harvey Elliott with a nice cross again. Um, into Nunez, nice take and finish. Um, I think this is one of the rare Nunez episodes where, or, or Cop and Fracas episodes where Nunez isn't the main conversation. I, how do you guys think he played um, against Burnley? He didn't do, he didn't annoy me as much as he normally does. Let's just say, like, he, did, he wasn't the offsides, I, I just expect it now, but he wasn't really missing. Like the chances he missed, it was kind of there were half chances here and there, or they weren't like sitters. So I was, I wasn't really, and I was more. To be fair, when he scored, I was more like relieved because I think he deserved it. He did, yeah. he did actually have quite. He had a decent game, and obviously with with Diaz and Jota scoring as well, you don't want to be the only one in the front three that he's not got yours. So it was nice for him to get the goal. Good header, slightly behind him as well. So he, he did well to to kind of adjust his body, but. That's Nunes, man. When it's one touch, when it's you don't have to think about it too much. He, he's normally more time. He's, he's quite good. 
it's, it's just when he's through on goal and he's got three, four, five seconds to think about where he's going to put it. Then sometimes he can he can drag a shot and, and whatnot. But it, there was a well, it was a very well taken goal, and it's nice for him to get a goal at home as well. I see, I saw something a couple of days ago saying that like his xG, he's actually outperforming his xG away from home. It's at home where he's missing chances. I don't know if it's the the, the bright lights of Anfield, maybe he feels like he has to try extra hard. You know, when he misses, they have, the crowd goes, Nunes, Nunes, Nunes. So maybe that's more pressure on him. When he's away from home and, and the fans are laughing, like the Bournemouth goal where he slapped the top bins. I don't know if he maybe feels like he has more to prove like away from home and that, but it was nice to see him get his goal. These are the games that you want him to score in. Your Lutons, your Burnleys. This is this should be easy money for you, man. You should be getting 10 goals a season against the kind of the bottom five, six teams. Easy. For me, Nunes is in that halfway house where he is so involved in the game that I give him that I give him credit for that because I would rather have, and we actually have that um, on the bench as well, um, the polar opposite of him where they could be clinical, but they don't get into those positions enough on um, in the game. But Nunes does get in those positions. And there was that one chance, which you mentioned before, with Luis Diaz, where he didn't pass it to him. And... I'm gonna hold my hands up. I don't blame him because Nunes is not <laughs> Nunes is not as nah, it's unforgivable, bro. <laughs> it no, you know what? It is unforgivable, but you know when you're at work, yeah, and yeah, yeah, you know you have that colleague where he's a bit or they're a bit. I'm not gonna give you this task, or I'm not gonna mm. ask you because I know. Like you're not really hundred percent still gonna get done. I hear it. I yeah. hear it. I hear I'd it. rather look over it myself, but I think Nunes is in that half house where it's like, okay, when you don't get the ball, I understand when people don't give you the ball because I, I even saw it in this game where it's like, come on, man, you should be finishing that chance. But he yeah, in that position, cool. I was all right with Diaz not make, making that choice because he was he, he rather look for Jota as well, which um who's a, a lot more clinical, but those kind of goals. Hey man, that's what we're here for. The, again, as you said, against those bottom tier sides is where you would like him to back. Where he, where if he doesn't score in a game like today, if he doesn't score in a game like Arsenal or Chelsea, fine. We, we can kind of get get. Well, actually, not Chelsea these days, but in mm. a big game, I would say we can kind of be like fine, like okay, cool. We still want likely to score, but you just haven't. But in games like Burnley, that's where we're like, okay, like this is. This is your bread and butter. You should you you should be scoring these kind of goals uh, in in these kind of games. Sorry, um, that brings his total. If I if I if I'm if I'm correct to twenty three goals and assists this season. Mm, are we are we including assists as well though? Come on, man. I just just give me the goals. Give me the give me the goals. You got, you got the number nine in your back. He's on twelve goals this season. Or oh, is that all comps? Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's a silly question. So, so he's on twelve. He's on twelve now. We should be, we should be touching twenty by the end of the season. We should easily be touching twenty. I want to see twenty goals all caught by the end of the season. Give me, give me fifteen and five. So what? Yeah. So that's what about what? Twelve goals. Who have if we if we, if he's on twelve goals, twenty three, um, uh, eleven assists. That'll be what? Twenty goals. Hopefully, a, a few more assists. Fifteen assists, maybe. Naomi, how would you rate that season? 20 goals, 15 assists. Amazing. That's really good. I'll take that. I'll, I'll end the season if he gets that. I'm I'm impressed. I'm in, impressed. All comps, in all comps, really. So if so if it's so I, I'm impressed, honestly. So but what, so but what if the 20s, what if the 20s 12 in the league? Yeah, you that's what I'm gonna say. You're taking 12 in the league. 
If we win the league, do you know what? He's got to start somewhere. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, my with Nunes, we can't set the bar, bar ridiculously high. Like, with Nunes, do you know what? I'm becoming more forgiving of him. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I'm actually warming to him again because we are genuinely better with him. Like, he's yeah, actually, he is a good true. player. Like, he actually is. And I notice it when he's not there. I'm like, oh, we need him. Like, I almost, mm. like, panic. My thing is that he needs to be more clinical. I think once he sorts out that clinicalness, if that's the word, he's going to be a world-class player. Like, genuinely, if he was more clinical, people would be calling him that anyways, because everything else about his game is top-notch. Like, gets in the right spaces. Like, you know, he, he's just an elite striker, just needs to find the finishing, and then I'm all good. I, I, will, I will never insult the guy again, like, if he's more clinical. I will never, honestly, I'll even get a shirt with his name on, my, on the back. That's how good, like, wow. that's how much I will do it. That, that, is, that is the hope for Nunes, because he, he has such a good profile for a striker. Honestly. He's, 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 his movement is brilliant. Even some of the shots here, I think in my head, if this shot goes in, yeah, you would have the most peakest like comp, mm -hmm. comp highlights mm -hmm. ever. Because mm -hmm. some of the shots that he takes is quite audacious. Yeah. But it's, and he's hit the bar a lot. That is one thing that's a bit like. Isn't there a stat? Like he's 12 times he's no, hit he's, the bar this season. He's got the most, he's, he's got the record for the, the bar, uh, for hitting the bar the most in the Premier League. And we've got about, what, 15 games to go? So. That's mad. But yeah, at what point is that luck? At what point is that luck? Because I, I see him sometimes and I'm like, you don't need to clock the ball from eight yards mm. out. You can just pass mm. it into the net. So I'm like, we can say we can say it's unlucky, but if you're doing it 10 times a season, then we need to look at something else. We can't be telling me that this guy is unlucky yeah. this much. I do like, think he is unlucky. I think for it to be that high, there is an element of unluckiness, but you're also right. He can help himself in both. Pass it into the net. He will boot it like full yeah, power every single time. Crazy -ish. You know what's crazy -ish? Like, I've seen him, um, see, I've seen him do what you're saying, and he's added that kind of shot into his arsenal. Look at look and at he, the Newcastle game when he I, when he's taken it. Yeah, the thing is, he oh, still yeah, the thing is, he still gets the post. That's the problem. He actually still hits the post. He, like, he, I can see him try to do those karma finishes, and that's why when like you play him, you play him through in in on goal, and you're not, you just don't believe it because he's either gonna put it wide or hit the post, and it's a shame because or, or be offside. Even if sometimes he even scored, it's yeah. he's like a yard off. I'm like, bro. Like, and the thing is, what kills me with Nunes is that he's got a variety of hitting the post like comps, like headers, <laughs> like volleys, right foot, left foot, outside the box, like just a, just a just a variety of them, and it's insane. Ah oh, man, Nunes. But he's box office though. We can't deny, man. He is. He's not. He gets involved really. <laughs> No, but what have we? Sometimes I'm like, what did we sign? Like, this is so. He's such an. He's it's so unlivable. Like the way he he plays. Like, do you know what I mean? Not that he's not good, but the sort of drama he brings with him. Do you know what I mean? Because we're quite a low key club in that sense. Mm. But my God, I don't know. Like, I don't at this moment. I don't think I'll change it just yet. Because like he just brings so much humor to my life. Like I do love the guy deep down. Um, but Honestly, just be more yeah. clinical, and I'll love you even more. That's all. If you listen to this, Nunes, that's all we want. It, it feels like a it feels like a toxic relationship because when he's there, it's I'm like, very toxic. Just get this yeah. guy away, man. But because you can't, I don't sell him. him. He's if you sell him, guy. Literally, if we sell him to like a La Liga team, say he goes to Atletico, I can see him just having the craziest season, doing like thirty goals. Come on. So man. I'm like, we kind of want to keep him. The striker market's not great at the no. moment. Like, no. 
we're even seeing guys like Eddie and Ketty are being spoken about for for forty million pounds. So I'm just like, right, we got this guy now. His profile, like you said, dude, is peak. He's got pace. The movement is there. Left foot, right foot headers. He's got he's got it in his locker. Just the finishing aspect is just a myth right now. But it's worth keeping hold of him. But the only thing I'm thinking, like next season, the way Klopp kind of babies him, the way Klopp gives him grace. If we get a new manager in and this guy's missing two, three, four, one v ones. He might just say, "Yo, it's time to go." You know, I'm not even, yeah. I'm not even trying to hear, I'm not even trying to hear all of this Nunes, Nunes, Nunes when you're costing me big games. <laughs> so he might be one next season who could be, he could be in trouble. You know, he actually could be in trouble if he doesn't pattern up. Do you know what? I'm not gonna lie, and it's games like this where yes, we won, and I, I'm not gonna say I think we won because of the of, of the spirit of Klopp and and um, him leaving at the end of the season, um, but I, it's games like this where. I, I'm like, under a different manager, yeah, there's certain men that you look at and you're like, I don't know how, like, I don't know how how confident I am you would survive. Like before, for example, mm. when, we was, when we was top of the world, Mane, Salah, Firmino, as much as I, I wasn't a big fan of him, Fabinho, even Henderson at the time, Gina Wijnaldum, basically the whole, the, whole, the whole team, you could say under any manager, they're irreplaceable that you can't you can't you can't get rid of them they're linchpins they're they're going to stay but in this team now there's a few players where I'm like under under a different manager I don't know if if like for example their man are expendable <laughs> yeah <laughs> other yeah. Trent and Allison nothing even Van Dyke you could probably get you could probably get shifted to be fair yeah. like you're 33 34 yeah it's, I'm it's not, only them two it's only them I'm, two where I'm like I'm you two are definitely sorry go on no, I was just gonna say. So for me, it's only Trent and Allison where I'm like, you man can't leave. Everyone else is like, eh, if you put the right money on the table, we can we can have a conversation. But them, yeah, it's just them two, really. I was I was even looking at Robertson, like still a good player, still a very good player. Mm, but I'm looking mm. at guys like that, like if you don't like when this new manager comes in, if you don't perform, Diaz, if you don't perform, um, I wouldn't. I would say out of the midfield, Gravenberch, I think Endo maybe. If you guys don't perform under this new manager, even, even, I know it's going to sound sacrilegious, even Jones, if, if like, you you don't have, if, if you don't have that like clock kind of manager where your style of football, um, I'm not going to say isn't favoured, but your intensity um, in midfield isn't as traditional as some managers would like it to be. They could look at you and be like, yo, like, I can't lie. There's a couple guys in this team, maybe not Jones as much as the rest, but there's a couple guys in this team where I'm like, yeah, under a different manager. You, 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 I you think Robbo under fire a lot with the yeah. new manager comes proper. I think if, and if even if he doesn't leave, he will be demoted to a bench player if some if a better left back comes on the on the market. I really see that happening. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Which would actually say like three players would be would kind of be most in trouble. Trent, I think definitely Robertson definitely them too. Who's the third one? Oh, wait, no, I meant which players are going to be in trouble the most. But yeah, oh, think, yeah, Robbo, Robbo definitely. Gravenberg yeah. is in big trouble, I can't lie. Big, 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 big trouble. I think he's in the biggest trouble, I can't lie. He's in the biggest trouble. I think Robertson. Yeah. Uh... That's tough. Yeah. I slightly think Diaz. Diaz? Diaz, yeah, Diaz. I don't want to say yeah. it, but Diaz. Because there's bare left wingers out there. there yeah, there's bare, there are. Bare That's actually so true. You, you can just go and grab, like, 
It could yeah, get it could get long for him. Yeah, yeah. Ro- Robertson and Diaz, that left hand side. Um, I'm trying to think of Gakpo made I can't lie, Gakpo, because he seems like one of those strikers or the one of those because <laughs> <laughs> I know Julian's not a fan. No, because you know why? He seems like one of those forwards, yeah, where if you're not under the right manager, because let's be honest, in most in most top clubs, I'm going to ask you guys, in most top clubs, do you see Gakpo starting? Around the world? No. Think, oh, no, starting. no, no, no. He's not a starter. And even with his skill set, do you see him, like, even for, like, an Atletico Madrid, uh, Juventus? Oh, no. Like, do you even see him, like, making it so, no, I'm, no, no. so I'm thinking no, about he won't suit, I don't see him... No, he won't suit their sort of profile at all that they're looking for. So I'm thinking in my head, like, with those type of managers that come in, that come from that kind of ilk of trying to... They need forwards that are not specialists. They need the forwards to just do their job. Someone like that, I don't know, you know? Like, he's not really a striker. He's not really... He hasn't got the intensity of a winger. What if he gets Joe Linton treatment and he gets moved into midfield? Uh, that boy, for me, he uh, lacks he he lacks that kind of like he lacks intensity for me. I I even yeah. think no, personality I agree wise, that. he doesn't but even look upset to be on the can, bench. Uh, you can teach intensity. I think no. that's something you can teach. That's that's something. You you so. I, I think that's something you can't teach. I think really, I think, I think you can. I think we, we we've been lucky in that sense that Klopp has been able to even when he's brought players in, been able to spot players with that kind of intensity to bring. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That Pope, to be fair. Um, everyone that Klopp has brought in, I'm like, all right, they have that kind of, even guys like Shakiri, like, they're, they're about it. They're, they're, they, 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 and even guys like Keita, they had that intensity, but their body just wouldn't allow it. Thiago, <laughs> his body just, their bodies just don't allow it. That hmm. is probably the only one, and this is kind of the, the consensus we had like as a group when he first joined we're like it's a weird time because he doesn't seem like a clock forward like he he's not fast he doesn't have that intensity like we just mentioned so it was a bit like why did clock get him maybe he just wants to bring something different to the team but yeah under a different manager I, not that i fear for him but i'm just like it, unless you 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 have a really big change in form you're in trouble but he doesn't even look that bothered to be like on the bench sometimes. He doesn't even come on and look angry. Or if he starts and gets taken off, he doesn't look really upset. He's just kind of like, I do like Gakpo, but he's one where he just kind of seems happy just to kind of whatever role he's given. He even plays You, need, like, like you, need, you do need though. that. You do need that. You do need it. But I need sometimes a bit more when he comes on. Yeah, really, he, he can play enough. He can play sometimes and he'll, he'll give 70 minutes and his number comes up and I'm like, I'll be honest, I didn't really see you today. I did not mm-hmm. really see you. Yeah. didn't really do much at all. Like, one thing I will say is he's, he's a good finisher, though. He's probably a better finisher than Nunes and Diaz. So I'd say he's below Salah and, and Jota. So he's kind of, yeah, kind of like middle of the road for our finishers. But if he got a bid next year or in January for like 50 million, I, I would be. Oh, like, yeah. no chance. <laughs> yeah. 50 million? No way. Because that is ridiculous. <laughs> no, yeah. for, for, even like a 40 then. Mm. Even a 40 came in from, from back to the Netherlands or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, bring me that money, man. Yeah. <laughs> he does have a good finish, but the problem is he doesn't get into the position to show that finishing. Like he probably will do it once in a game and it's a half, it's a half chance. And that's so 
Ugh, so frustrating. Um, but Gakko, of course, didn't really play a big role in the game. And we ended up winning 3-1 at the end. And yeah, that takes us, or well, keeps us at first with 54 points. Um, mm-hmm. Man City still with a game in hand with, with 52. And Arsenal um, with a 6-0 demolishing at West Ham. Um, are with 52, two points behind us at the moment. Uh, I, I want to ask how you guys are feeling about our current title charts because we actually can't deny it now. Um, they're putting it on us for uh, 14 games to go. Um, it's getting real, guys. It's getting real. We're reaching the business end now, which is scary. I don't like it because this is where it goes wrong. <laughs> this this in the past, but... this is where it goes wrong because we, it's not even because we lose games, because we draw games. And that's my biggest fear. We, we've mm. seen in the past, draws cost us just as much, if not more, than losses. Yep. Um, we have to beat City. Like, that is just a given. I think if we come away with anything less than a win, for me, it's over. Like, it's done. Um, we have to beat them. And that's what, in two, three, three weeks, in three weeks, which is scary. Yeah. Um, we're at home, which is... Yeah, that's good. huge. Because normally in the title races, second half, we're yeah. playing there. And mm-hmm. when I looked at the fixtures before it came out, I was like, I pray we finally get a city in the second half. And we did. And that's what's actually keeping me optimistic because it's at home. Clock farewell to all. That stadium is going to be rocking. We're now at the 60,000 capacity. Come on. We've, we, we've got to be... We've, like, it's in our hands. Like, we've got to win that game. We've got to win it. We win that game and I will fully back us, like, fully. We have to. We have to. There's no... There's no two ways about it. Like, same way Cody Rose has to finish his story. The Klopp <laughs> has to... He has to leave with one more league title with fans, man. We cannot have Klopp leave after eight, nine years with one title with no fans in the state. Like, it just... It can't, it can't end like that, man. It can't end like... He has to... And that game, you're right, is that, that for me, that's the game where it's kind of... I think if you win there, it's, I can see us going on and winning the, the, winning the rest too. of the game for this me season. Too. But City seem to be getting in their groove. But to be fair, like we have got Salah coming back now. Yeah. We hope it's not out for too long. Sobers love we hope is going to be back soon. So it's kind of, it's machine for machine. And the only annoying thing for me is that this game last week, it's still, I thought by now, I'll be over it. But the fact we've let them back into the title race, it's like, it's made it techie now. Now there's two other teams I've got to watch out for. Oh, but... I'm not bothered about them. Yeah. No, you're not bothered. Like, you're not bothered. Me, see, no, I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered. Like, that's all. Like, but it's me, another see, team to worry see, about. You see what I'm saying? We have control over our fates because we play City. I know yeah. they play City as well, but because where we are on the table, that's in our hands in that, in that sense. So beat City and it continues to be just in our hands, whereas from now is in... City and our hands, arguably Arsenal's as well, but our, our two hands essentially. Yeah, uh, I'm just taking it week by week. Um, yeah. I'm trying to not get caught up in the emotions of it being Klopp's final season because I think that's when, when I start to think about that, I, I start to put more pressure on this title than I would like. Because, yeah, as 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 Ish mentioned, at the back of my mind, of course, this is Klopp's last season, like him. As much as that Premier League win was a Premier League win, as much as people try to downplay it, he does need that one league title win with everyone in the stadium and celebrating, especially in his last season. But 
City man, you know that Hulk Hogan video that I posted in the in the group chat today. Oh, you're that, a sticker for that, by the way. That's pep. When you, when someone has to finish their story, just Hogan just coming to just ruin everything, fam. That that's that's pep. So I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to have my head in the clouds, but I do want that fairy tale ending. But before we get there, we have Brentford uh this weekend away at 12 30. Is that an all eyes on me fixture? Yeah. Yeah, on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, it is all eyes on me fixture. So, boy, I mean, with the way we played uh, last weekend, I have a few concerns, but Brentford are not good either. They're, they're pretty, they, they're, they've been pretty bad um, so far this season. They've got their 14th at the moment. Um, they lost mm. the last game, if I'm correct. Mm. Um I think they even it's, lost the most. They've lost the most points this season from from winning positions as well. It's like 20, yeah, 23, 24. Yeah. So, and we're good at comebacks, but I don't have to go into a goal down and have to do clock halftime nonsense again to kind of bring it back. I, I would hope that we can kind of start the game well, but I'm I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I'm Tony's concerned. obviously come back in form. Mope, yeah, PR PR's going crazy. You know what I mean? He's moving. I need like to see. I need to see Mope versus Robo. That's that's the that's the that's the battle. I need to, that's the tussle. I need to see Mope against against Robo. Who's the biggest shit house? But he's <laughs> he's low key. He's been bagging at the moment. I think he's got like six and six. So I, I'm not trying to see a Mope go. No way. I think Allison will be back, and the one shot on target that Mope might have might get dealt with because that guy is an awful, awful, awful striker. Like awful. He's so bad. So I who was who was doing Mope prop in the group chat the other day. Was it Joe? Someone was, someone was saying, someone was trying Joe. to say, oh yeah, we, let's look, let's look at my, my Joe, Joe. <laughs> Joe. Not for me, bro. Not for me, bro. I'm, nah. I'm not oh, bro. honestly. With, with 60 goals, like, nah. Nah, 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 nah. Not for me. But now, nah, Brent, Brentford this season, they don't, they don't look good, man. Like, uh, as much as Tony wants to um, play the victim card, and you know, I move like he's come back from a war-torn state um, <laughs> instead of a gambling, a gambling ban. Um, they don't look good um, this season, and I think it'll be one of those games games where we overthink it as fans. Um, I want to yeah. say we're going to win because we are the better team, but I don't know, man. Maybe it's just more optimism. Um, Naomi, talk to me. Um, how? Are, what, what's your optimism like for this game? I think we will win. But it being 12.30 scares me because we know what we're like when we, like, sometimes I feel like the players haven't woke up properly because we seem to be so lethargic. However, this week, week, this week we've got a full week's rest. So, club, oh, do we? Yeah. Not, we've oh, you've got no Europa League, isn't it? Yeah, no Europa League. So, Amazing. yeah, rest. Um, but again, even with full rest, that 12.30 is still scary. However, saying that, I do think... Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe we have won all our 12.30s this season so far. Is that correct? Yeah. So, and Which yeah. is weird because normally we don't tend to. So I'm kind of taking that omen with me for the rest of the season um, and hoping, yeah, we do go there. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I probably think it's going to be a 2-1. I do see us conceding. Um, just for the fact it's 12.30 and sometimes the players don't wake up till like, second half. Um, but it should be a win. It's got to be a win, especially, like I said, with the run. The, one thing about our players, the ones that have been in the title race, they're quite good at getting serious in the business end quite well. So I kind of expect that mentality to like 
keep them going for as long as possible. So yeah, I do expect a, a nice routine win. Yep, yeah, I'm the same. Um, I'm expecting that too. Um, we're going to have quite a few players back. Um, I'm not sure if Connor Bradley will be back, um, but we will have... He's back. Oh, is he's he back? back? Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. trained, he trained today. Okay, that's good. So we'll, we'll, we'll have Connor Bradley back. Uh, Joe Gomez and Alisson would have most likely got over that flu. Um, mm-hmm. is, it was, a, was, he, was it a straight red or was it just two yellows? No, nah, second yellow. yellow. So he'll be, he'll, he'll be back. He'll be back. back. And yeah. Salah, Salah's back as well. Really? Yeah, it's almost like, yeah, Salah's back. Salah's oh, yeah, the kickoffs today for the cameras. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like that. dead jumper. Nah, so what's like, he's, like, nah, he's not back yet. But I think uh, Bazutic trained as well. Yeah, Bazutic, he did. Connor he Bradley. did. He's back from the um, mountains. Him and Taylor co-working, man. I don't know what, them two can't even play in the, in the same time, but <laughs> I haven't seen him for a minute. I can't. He played he play once this season, didn't it? I don't think he's played once. Who bashes it? He played one Europa League game. Oh, did it. he? Oh, and, and that's it. One, and then... he, played, he played one, and then he got injured again. <laughs> do not, do he must not, not have, have a head doctor or something, because how guys are coming back and then getting injured within <laughs> like 30 minutes of football is crazy. They need to change the medical team as well as like how they're changing sort of management and stuff. I feel like that's just as important. Everyone must go. Everyone yeah, must go. Yeah, start again from scratch. Everyone must go. Yeah. If 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 whichever managers bring bring in your own physio, how how's Chabby's? Uh, you know what I mean. How's his? Uh, oh injury? no, that's a good question. How although Boniface has been injured for a while. Mm, true, true, true. I don't. I know feel if like done they have another injury as well. I can't remember who. Ah, well, Ring Pong was injured on a weekend. That's it, Ring Pong. Then, but he, was, he, he played on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then done the maddest celebration. Man I know. Ran, <laughs> man lapped the whole pitch and then collapsed. Basically, oh, I crazy. know. I remember Jamie crazy, was trying crazy, to get him crazy. up because he like passed on the yes. floor and he just couldn't even get up. <laughs> I loved it. It was so cool. Oh, it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. One can only dream about having him, but until then, Chabby, we're watching you and we wish you the best. And for us, I think that's us done. Um, not a lot to chat about this week because, of course, we just won and we've only got a game this weekend. And, yeah, we're a very uneventful club outside of the pitch, you know? No scandals, <laughs> nothing going on. Touchwood. Yeah, you know what I mean? Touchwood. Yes. Um, <laughs> nothing going on. Uh, so, yeah, I think we can end it here. Uh, Ish, Naomi, thank you for joining me. And for all the listeners, thank you for joining us on this episode. Um, again, give us a review if you can on iTunes. You know, leave us a comment, say that we're amazing. Um, at us on Cop and Fracas and follow us on Twitter. And we will speak to you soon. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.